Hour on Universal Energy Radio. Uh, I'm Anna. And I'm Anita. And we're here together. We're so excited <laughs> to be bringing you this show. For us, it's like we've finally got in the same room together right. to hang out and and just enjoy our time together. And it's been it's been great just to talk talk shop, if you will. Mm-hmm. So on on these Empower Hours, uh, we've been picking a topic, and we're t- picking the topic of perspective today. So that's something that we want to talk talk about. And, of course, if you're listening in, I mean, it's a little bit early to say it, but if you are listening in and want to get on the air, just push one on your phone. We'd be happy to get you in on the conversation. So perspective, Anita, give us your thoughts. Well, I think most of life, actually, is your perspective. Um, I know for me, you know, the first part of my life, of course, was a lot of perspective from my parents and school and, you know, all that. And then once I got out on my own, you know, I developed some different types of perspective. And so I think it's like a lifetime thing to me. And that's true. And we're basically raised, if you talk about your parents and your grandparents and your aunts, uncles, everybody that you're around, mm-hmm. they have their own perspective. So they're they're telling you or they're sharing with you, mm-hmm. and that's the nicest, most possible way to say yeah. it, right? They're sharing with you their perspective. Right. But yet a lot of it's contradictory. Yes. And so as a small child, you're taking it all in. You're a sponge. And so now... As you grow older, you're like, you know, what do I do with all this information? And I'm not saying that from a conscious level. I'm saying it from an unconscious level. And I always bring it back to that because those perspectives are what shaped us. Mm -hmm. And so if you have – and I I know a lot of folks who come from religious backgrounds that are very Mm -hmm. different, right? Mm -hmm. And so they have two different perspectives about religion. So which one do they – pick or do they pick nothing some of them decide I don't want anything to do with religion some of them lean one way or the Mm -hmm. other so they get to discern what it is that they want to do as an adult and as we understand perspective and know that if we're in a situation like the young person that you're doing some coaching with Uh we talked to him today and it's he's having he's growing up Mm -hmm. and so he's having some uh, different perspectives from his parents And so for him, it's about really understanding that all the stuff that's coming at him is from the experience that his parents Mm -hmm. have had. And then if he could just, even for a moment, put himself in their shoes and kind of get their perspective on it. Mm -hmm. And if things start, things have been happening to him. So instead of feeling like a victim, put himself in the other person's shoes and understand that that other person could be going through it something mm-hmm. or something goes on in their life or they're running on their own program, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about him. So he doesn't need to take it in and absorb it. Mm-hmm. He just has to know that, which is what I tell the time, every single person on this planet is living their own journey. Yeah. And when we understand that, bless every single yeah. one of them because they yeah. are as sweet as they can be. Yes. And, and they, doing the best doing the, that they can do with what, what they, they know. What they know and mm-hmm. what they experience. So if mm-hmm. we know, when we know that, that's the really interesting part. Mm-hmm. Because then you can really, I mean, I know, I just like stop for a moment and go, that's, that's, not coming from, that's not coming from me. And I don't need to buy into whatever right. is happening on you the outside. You don't need to take that on, that right. energy on. Right. Mm-hmm. So pers- perspective can be powerful. 
Oh, you did draw a few cards before we did. So what what is it that we're going to be? You said what we were going to Worry be. is unnecessary. Worry is unnecessary. That's right. That's a good perspective. Yes, that's a great perspective. <laughs> Fantastic perspective. Yeah. It's so important that we don't stress out. You know, we can say that. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And until you really, really understand how the universe works, <laughs> We do. Yeah, people do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna worry about being late. I'm gonna. You know. Mm-hmm. But you bring that on, and then it, you create. I and mean, when you really under, can get that you're a creator, you're a manifester. You create your own reality. Mm-hmm. Then that worry actually is like you know, literally putting a chain around your leg, a ball and chain, and jumping mm-hmm. in a in some mm-hmm. deep water because it's like okay, there, there's a reason to worry then. But right now, is it in your present time? Like right now. With all the stuff, you know, we have we have plans. You and I have been sort of brainstorming all day and talking about the potentiality of what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but right now in this moment, that's not a that's not a concern, right? And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just we're not thinking about it. We're not talking about. It, we're talking about this. We're mm-hmm. here with this moment. We're being present in this moment. And mm-hmm. I think that is the thing that if people could understand if they could stay present in their now. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, have you know, have your ideas and your dreams and your goals and mm-hmm. things, but also understand that you don't have to know how it's mm-hmm. going to happen, but you will see things show up. You will see things appear, people, places, opportunities, mm-hmm. and it's up to you to walk and walk mm-hmm. through the door. Okay. And we were listening to something today. Talk about that. Talk about that. Yeah. It was, uh, some of y'all know the TV personality, Steve Harvey. He's got a good podcast. And um, from his perspective, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And um, the main thing he said is that imagination is so important. And his perspective was that education was not as important. Uh-huh. And so, again, that's his perspective. Mm-hmm. And he said that's what's made him successful is his imagination and then writing it down, you know, and then having faith that it would come along and him not worrying about the how, just mm-hmm. like you just said. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he shared his story of how he right. became successful, which he had been asking God, basically. He'd been mm-hmm. praying, like, show me what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And actually, he was re- writing jokes for this guy. And he didn't know why he was writing his jokes, but, but he, this guy was paying him $10 a joke. And so this guy would come by, and he'd, he'd buy a couple of jokes off of him. And so, and he didn't know what he was doing, but somebody met him, and, and he, they said, are you the guy that writes the jokes for such and such? And he said, yeah. And she's like, well, why don't you get up on stage and do comedy yourself? And he didn't even know what she was talking about. Right. And so she invited him to a comedy club. And the one thing that he was actually going to go on like a week later, he wanted to come see what it was like, and then he was going to sign up for a week later. Well, one of the comedians didn't show up, and they put him on the spot and put him on. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I have no idea because we're not touching anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thanks. And, uh, Amy, thanks for texting me, telling me, and I'm like, we're off the air. I got it. Thank you so much. I should unmute you guys so you guys can do a show, too, um, if we're not on. So, um, 
Yeah, but what what I was saying was he was invited to the comedy place to see it, but they put him on the spot and because somebody didn't show up. So the next thing you know, he's up there doing his jokes. And he, he had written some jokes for the guy, but the guy hadn't come by to get them. So he, he started hadn't paid him, he paid him yet. So he started doing the jokes. And he was a hit. And he, from that moment on, he said, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. And the things about him that we didn't know, he was a stutterer as a child. Mm-hmm. He actually said when he was little that he wanted to be on television and a teacher made fun of him. A mm-hmm. teacher made fun of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said every year for, for Christmas he sends her a flat screen TV so she can watch yeah, him on I television. Think. <laughs> I think that that's beautiful. It's brilliant. So, you know, that those are the things that, you know, those are inspiring stories. But what he was saying is um, actually there's a couple things. Let me look them up here because I, I actually wrote them down, believe it or not. Yeah. So he was saying, um, imagination is the preview of, and your imagination is the evidence of things not seen. I love that one. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, if you want to, if you want to kill your dream, tell it to a small mind. Yeah. And he was saying that. So, but these are all these are all biblical. The first two are right. biblical. They come from the Bible. Right. And very much all about scripture and stuff like that. Thanking which are, God. Thanking God and being appreciative. He lives in an attitude of gratitude, and that's mm-hmm. so great. And uh, oh, he's sending us high. Thank you. Yeah. So I think knowing that, because I mean, I've been through that too. And I and I and again, I have an amazing family. They're great and they're supportive. Actually, I think Elise is actually listening in, and uh, I know Amy's at listening in. So I know these people that support, but they're also like, um, you know, I love my little brother. He's also. He's very, he's, uh, what are his numbers? I think he's a four. <laughs> there we go. You got to have a plan, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he very much, you know, he says, you're really good at, at graphic design and printing T-shirts. Why don't you just do that for the rest of your life? Well, I'm a five. I can't do that. I have to change things, right? So I'm in, I'm in this huge change, this huge shift right now. So I think, you know, telling him that I want to be a motivational speaker or telling him that, I want to study shamanism or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets it, but he also, it's like, well, you need something to fall back on. Well, I have something to fall back on. I got right. a lot of stuff to fall back right. on, you know. So, um, gosh, is it doing it again? No, it's not doing it again. Okay, I'm still on the air. We're still on the air, Anita. Okay, good. Okay, I just saw that little thing. Yeah, it scared, scared me. <laughs> I was like, what? Not again. Anyway, so um, I think that's the thing. So that message that says, if you want to kill your dream, tell it to a small Yeah, mind. I love it. I will not say by anything my 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 brothers are extremely successful i you know i know their minds are are working and going and stuff so i know he doesn't have a small mind i just know that he wants to he wants to make sure that i'm okay and that i'm taken care of and i always laugh i go that's what i have you for (laughs) he's looking at it from his perspective perspective. right thank you thank you because that perspective is it's what he knows and it it's it's what keeps him safe i mean he Mm -hmm. takes some risks but he's, you know, he's he has predictable risks, mm-hmm. you know, so he gets that. Not, you know, like me, I'll roll the dice on something and go, mm-hmm. let's try that. And if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. I mean, I've invested in things. I've invested in companies that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a, a motorized surfboard company oh, wow. that we started once. Not just, it never we never crested the wave, y'all. We never crested the wave. <laughs> no, no pun intended. No pun intended. We, but we had a lot of fun playing in the in the lake with them. But um, yeah, it that was a whole uh, debacle of uh, couldn't get product. Product that we got was we didn't feel like it was you know it, we just had to fix things. Let's put it that way. 
So, um, but yeah, so that's life. It's a journey, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can have this perspective because it's like, uh, that's exciting for me. Mm -hmm. Now that I look at life as exciting versus something big and scary Mm -hmm. that I have to step out into and, Ooh, am I going to, am I going to be okay about that? You know, Mm -hmm. I look at it as a journey and an experience. Mm -hmm. I always liken it to uh, what I say today, being on a roller coaster and you're sitting at the top of that roller coaster and you cannot dream and not think that you're going to go anywhere and just sit there. Or you can put your hands up and just let go of everything and just mm-hmm. know that you're going to go down and it's going to be like a major adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what life is like. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have, you know, we have, I want to say lows and highs. Not, you know, I'm not right. talking about extreme lows and highs, but just right. things that happen in life. Right. But how do we handle those? What's our perspective on handling those situations. Well, know. for me, I take the lows as a lesson, mm-hmm. and what can I learn from mm-hmm. this? And I take the highs as kind of like a pat on the back, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and just cherish that feeling to carry when I might have a low. Mm-hmm. So it's like a gift. Yeah, and you keep it in that when you start thinking of it actually that's what I was telling the young man today I said when you can look at every experience in your life even things that don't feel well feel Mm -hmm. good for you and you can say what is my gift in this Mm -hmm. what is my what is my perspective Mm -hmm. can I look at someone else's perspective and understand that perhaps somebody came at him in a certain way that didn't feel good but yet what is it about them that's Mm -hmm. having this person lash out you know um when you lash out at somebody, you're allowing that. It's the same as, as being happy and sad, being, I mean, being happy and excited and being angry and sad are kind of, it's a powerful energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're throwing out into the universe. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a boomerang and it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So whatever that vibration or frequency is that's going out is going to come back. Mm-hmm. So if that's extreme happiness, that's what you're going to get back. Mm-hmm. If it's not being happy, that's what you're going to get back. Mm-hmm. But I just, it's like, if we don't, if you stop giving your power away to other right. people right, or to other situations, whatever it mm-hmm. is that takes your power, because mm-hmm. we do, we give it away. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so angry at you, blah, blah, blah. You didn't do what I wanted to do. But I think that's important to say because talking about who I'm working with, okay, yes, they've got their perspectives and their parents have their perspectives, mm-hmm. but the main thing is that right now this person is depending on the parents. Mm. So to me, um, you know, having learned what I learned, if somebody is giving me this great gift of allowing me to learn and be taken care of at the same time, Mm -hmm. then if I'm asked to do something, it should not be, again, my perspective, it should not be a burden like cutting the grass for them mm-hmm. or taking out the trash mm-hmm. or cleaning up the dishes or whatever it may be, you know, household-wise. Mm-hmm. It should not be a burden in my perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, this person sees it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's wrong or right, but it's just not working out real well for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and again, coming from that, my perspective is if I'm going to live in my parents' space, which when I'm not here, mm-hmm. I spend time at my father's and I respect his home. I respect his mm-hmm. space. Now, I have my space there, 
but I also respect him, and I know how, I mean, he doesn't like to keep dishes in the sink. He likes everything neat and tidy and everything wiped down. And that's every, not like at the end of the day, I'm talking no dishes in the sink at any time. So that, that, that would be me. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. And that happens. So we wash, you know, you eat something, you clean up after yourself. Mm-hmm. You wipe the stove and you make sure everything's neat and tidy. That way, whoever's going in there next or if you're going to prepare another meal, it's all ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that thing. And so that actually is a program from my childhood that I chose not to also get rid of. You know, mm-hmm. when I had roommates in the past, um, they, everybody was responsible for their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And if it just didn't happen, it didn't happen. But I wasn't going to – I also decided I wasn't going to be anybody's, you know, maid. Mm-hmm. And I also decided I wasn't going to get upset mm-hmm. if stuff stayed in the sink. Because mm-hmm. that was a program that I had. Yes, to go exactly. And I – since I grew up in this household, one of the things that um, – and I bring up my ex, you know, her therapist said uh, – at some point, maybe having a clean home means love for me because that's what I grew up with, mm-hmm. and that's a program. Mm-hmm. And then when I was asked that question, um, I said, yes, mm-hmm. it is. Having a clean home means love. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm strict about it. It's just what I know right. as a child, you know. Right. And, you know, as a teenager, you could shut your door. Mm-hmm. You have All your stuff stays in your space, mm-hmm. and all the common area space had to stay clean. And mm-hmm. that was all throughout mm-hmm. while I was staying at home with my parents. And so... Well, it's interesting you say that because, you know, I'm not saying the home has to be clean all the time, but I think um, having a a cleanly home as far as not a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. In my perspective, because I have been the person that had a lot of stuff, and Mm -hmm. now I'm the person that's ready to, like, you know, move on and let go of stuff. Now, a lot of that perspective I did get from, I'm not blaming my mom. I just got from my mom because she fled when she was very young, 14 years old, and lost everything. So she hung on to things because she had lost everything. And I get that. Again, that's a perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but I do feel that when you do that, hang on to things that you don't love, now that I know better and I have a different perspective, it's like draining in, I, it feels like an energy drain to me. Mm. That's my perspective mm-hmm. is, you know, I just, I'm never going to use it. Why do I want it sitting right. there? It's taking up a spot. And, and I follow a shaman that said, you know, even if you have your exes pictures mm-hmm. hanging up still in your house, mm-hmm. okay, a lot, or you have single pe- pictures of yourself. Now, again, this is his perspective. Mm-hmm. You have single pictures of yourself, and you want a partner. You know, what does that say? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're always putting yourself single, you're kind of putting out the energy of being single. Right. So, and I was getting ready to say it's about the energy of it, not the actual. I mean, it's the thing, it's the physical thing, but there's an energy in every single thing yes. that we have. And so when we understand that energy that exudes, so if you have your ex in a picture and you're trying to start a new relationship and it's, you know, mm-hmm. or if you have your single, you know, they always say when you want something in your life, make room for it. Right. So, Perfect. yeah. So when you want something in your life, just 
show the universe that you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. And you do that energetically. Mm-hmm. Like we can, we can do stuff and which we're here on this planet to do. We're here to take inspired action. I think one of the things that Steve said today, which really hit me was if you don't have a dream, like right. you don't have anything. Right. Like he's like, You've got to have something to strive for. You've got to have something to reach out for. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that, that I say is put yourself, what are we talking about today? And I was talking about put yourself just a little bit outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. because then you stretch yourself a little mm-hmm. bit to reach that goal. And then once you reach that and you're like, oh, I'm safe, you know, like I, you, know, like you got to, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you know, you got to that point mm-hmm. and now you're looking up going, oh, now I want to go over there. Right. And, ha- and it's keep almost like uh, you keep stretching it a little and a little and a little. Mm-hmm. So when you continue to stretch yourself, and that can be in your thoughts, mm-hmm. which, again, it's always with your thoughts and your emotions because that's going to create your physical mm-hmm. manifestation of whatever it is that you want mm-hmm. in the world. And so... And Steve Harvey really stretched himself. <laughs> if you remember in the story, he had a job. Yes. But he made a decision once his dream he knew was TV, he made a decision to quit his job, and he had to live in his car for three years until yep. he got on his feet. Right. And he, But he became extremely successful, mm-hmm. and that was his, he's like, I can do it. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, when, as a little boy wanting to be on TV that stuttered mm-hmm. to the person that he is now. He did a lot of stretching. He did a lot of stretching. And so people, then some, you know, and I remember going through programs that said sometimes you have to do the stuff that you don't like mm-hmm. to get to the point, right. the things that you want to like. Yes. And I feel like that's part of the journey because if we don't get out there and we don't stretch ourselves, we don't know if we like it or not, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that's part of the situation with the person I'm working with. Yeah. He's got to stretch himself he doesn't want to do Correct. because he's in a situation where that's not his house. Right. Right, but he's and he's young, mm-hmm. you know. So the young ones are like, you know, why can't I just go out and have fun? Mm-hmm. Why can't I just be this person? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, at some point, mm-hmm. you know, you're in. Well, my house. well yeah, so you're in my house, and so these are my rules. And and one of the things and you that have I said to contribute. contribute. It's a matter like, of contributing. Yes, and and you should. And every person that lives in a household should contribute. Mm-hmm. And I, but, well, that's, that's, that's our perspective, perspective right? right? Yeah. Let's help out. And they, and he has a choice. He yeah. can help out, and he doesn't have to help out. But then his parents have a choice. He can live there, and he can't live there. He's old enough to go get his own space. Right. And he's young enough to to help the parents out yes. and do that and yes. live in a harmonious space, or he, he, but he's old enough to get in his own space. Right. So that, there's the catch yeah. And so it is what it is. And I said today, I don't know because I don't know him. I met him yesterday, but I don't know him, and I don't know how he was brought up, but I can tell he's got some loving parents. Mm-hmm. That's the key. And they are doing things on their programming. Mm-hmm. And so – if they were, if he was young and they were giving him everything, you know, it's kind of like I know people who raise children. I know children who've been raised by parents who gave them everything, and then it's kind of like fly be free. Mm-hmm. And the children are kind of like, what just happened? Right. You know, okay, I turned eighteen and now I'm right. on the doorstep, right? Right. And that they didn't give the kid any sort of tools, tools or life skills mm-hmm. to get not just physical mm-hmm. but emotional and mm-hmm. mental life skills mm-hmm. so that's another thing too like and, and I had to think about that with my kids mm-hmm. and it's like whenever I see my kids it's all fun 
Mm-hmm. It's all fun and games because I don't get a lot of time with them. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I could really be that fun parent. Mm-hmm. At the same time, now. Which but you I, gave them some responsibility. I gave them responsibility. The cards and stuff. Yes. Yes. So if that's the way I express myself, and we can have conversations about this, mm-hmm. and we can have conversations, and actually now I, I'm actually having conversations with my ex about, and we were talking about our son who has some allergy issues, Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was amazing that I'm, I get to be in the conversation. I was mm-hmm. excited about it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that I could share my perspective right. on his allergies right. and what, I, what we can do right. to help him. And so um, I, to me, that's the, that's the neat part is that, you know, you want, I do, I want to give my kids the fun. I want to give my kids everything. Mm-hmm. But I also know as they grow up, that they, they need to know responsibility, mm-hmm. and they are learning responsibility. Mm-hmm. And when my son, you know, he's 15, he knows everything about his RV. He knows, you know, he knows how to check everything. He knows how to change the filters. He knows how mm-hmm. to change the propane. He knows how to do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. And then my daughter, same thing. She helps out. I mean, these guys are, you know, one time I call my son. I go, what are you doing? And he's like, um, I'm doing the dishes. Okay, they don't have a dishwasher. Now, they grew up with a dishwasher, uh. but they don't have a dishwasher now. I'm doing the dishes. I go, you are? I go, why aren't you off with, uh, this is, I guess his grandmother and great-grandmother were having lunch with Lily, mm-hmm. my daughter. And he said, oh, I just wanted to get things cleaned up before mom wow. and got home. And I was like, okay. He's a teenager, and he's doing the dishes. Yeah, I was like, I am, like, the luckiest person right. just to hear him say that. Or this guy, like, I'm, I'm ordering up some books for him that he wants to read. He loves books. He doesn't want it, he doesn't want it on his Kindle. He has a Kindle. I don't want to read it on the Kindle. I want to pick up the book and I want to crack it open. And it's like that's my guy right there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love that his their personalities are developing. I love that they're being their own people. Mm-hmm. I just love that, and I love and how you're encouraging mm-hmm. that. And they share too. their perspectives with me. Mm-hmm. And we might not like the other night when he said, um, when he said, I believe. My, what do you say? I, my belief. I'm a, my belief system is inherently yeah. flawed, and that's the way he talks. I'm like, honey, your belief system isn't flawed at all. You are a unique, amazing person. You're right. unique. Just because you believe something different than me or your mom or your sister doesn't right. mean that you're flawed at right. all. It means that you're amazing, mm-hmm. that you have your own thoughts, mm-hmm. that you can think about your own things, and you can come to your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, he, he thought about that. And he's like, he was funny. He was like, well, you know, I don't believe about, I don't believe in all that energy stuff. And I'm like, okay. And his mom and I, like, the next day we were talking, and she said, oh, he believes in that stuff. He just, if, when you frame it a certain way, he's not understanding right. it yet. But he, be- he believes yeah. in it, you know. Yeah. It's like he is so into building things mm-hmm. and things that produce, um, that, that, that move. They mm-hmm. move. Uh, they shift and change with kinetic energy. And so that's part of energy, you know. Right. And when you explain to him, and you can, when you I would say when you can explain it in a scientific, geeky way, mm-hmm. that's his perspective. That's ah, how he grasps cool. it. Yeah. So if you explain it that way, yeah. And um, thank God his mom was like into physics and math and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so she can explain it scientifically to him, mm-hmm. and he gets it. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And so. And that's another good point because a lot of people have perspectives on listening. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, you're listening to how he thinks, mm-hmm. how he looks at things, his perspective on things. Right. Right? We're looking at the total picture. Mm-hmm. You're hearing his words. You're hearing what he's saying. And you're 
empowering with that, even if that may not be your own way of doing Certainly. something. Certainly. So I think it takes good listening. I would never ask them to do it just like me. Mm-hmm. I would never ask them to be just like me. I want mm-hmm. them to be their own unique individual human beings on this planet. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, and you and you with your son, you, mm-hmm. you've got that example. He's a grown man now. And it's like you, there were times when it was like I. you were telling me I just enabled him. I did. You just enabled him. I didn't give him the tools. Yeah. And so, and so we learn from that. I mean, I learned from that. It's like, okay, what am I doing or not doing for these kids that can and help them when I'm with them? Right. I love that when we go somewhere, we have conversations mm-hmm. just about all kinds of stuff. Right. They share their perspective, and they're not afraid to talk about mm-hmm. their thoughts and their feelings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they can have totally opposite views, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when it comes into share, being able to, you don't necessarily have to understand someone's perspective, but you can choose to look at it. Right. And, it's you know, it's like sometimes I can look at the somebody, way somebody's doing something and go, I get why they're doing it. Is it what, what I would do? No, because that's not me. But they are uniquely them. So but they, there may be times that it gives you ideas, too. I know that's happened with oh, yeah. me that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe I haven't thought of it that way, mm-hmm. the way they thought of it. I'm like, oh, well, something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could, I could share that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, when we look at how the world is, I mean, obviously, too, what's going on in the world, even though you and I both don't. I bet you there's a lot of perspectives <laughs> on that. Good thing to bring up. Yeah. (laughs) Let me just bring that up. Yeah. So we can we can buy into the stuff that we're listening to on the news. Just go on Um, social media. Yeah. Even even that. So when you when you go in and you're 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 picking your side, and here's the thing with social media, it's like social media learns how you think. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about us. I'm not saying in general. I'm talking about individually mm-hmm. how we think. So what shows up on your feed is going to be different than what shows right. up on my feed, not right. just my friends, but the ad, ad, advertisements, right. advertisements, right. The, um, the, the little plugs that are here and there that you see. Mm-hmm. It's going to shape everything to attract you and right. pull you in a certain direction. Right. That's what it does. Right. And so that that's the thing that you know that's why i'm not i'm not i probably pop in once a day and i'm usually on there for like i posted the radio show tonight Mm -hmm. or i you know we had a great birthday weekend with jade and so i posted pictures of that because i have family all over and they love seeing the pictures Mm -hmm. of the kids and they we don't get it as much anymore so i use it for that Mm -hmm. and to share things with people and to message people message Mm -hmm. me through there and i have private groups so we do that, and I don't engage in a complete entire conversation on there and share. There's a lot of surveys on there, a lot of goofy, yeah, you know, what is this? Just, you know, those, try not to do any of those. Those, those bring you more stuff. Right, and it, so all the little yeah. things that it asks you, like, hey, what's your favorite color? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. say, you know, orange, and no. they're like, oh, okay, well, now. Show you orange furniture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, when I, there were things when it's still on my profile and my favorite music and stuff like that. And so I'll get things like, you know, ABBA's my favorite group. So I'll get things about ABBA on there that'll just show mm-hmm. up in my feed, and I'll like, oh, ABBA's so great, you mm-hmm. know. I don't click on it anymore. It's just, right. It is what it is, you know. Right. 
Um, I love science fiction. I put Dune up there. For a long time, there was a lot of sci-fi stuff that would show up. You know, now the, the energy healing, holistic stuff shows up, and that's really, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and at some point, I'll be placing Facebook ads, so my stuff will right. start showing up on there. But I also know when it happens as a marketer, when that happens, the people that need to see it are going to see it. Right. And I know the law of attraction that they're going right. to be attracted to it, and then they're going to click. Right. And they're going to go through. Right. So I'm, I understand how it works, and it is a big um, information collector mm-hmm. and a big marketing tool, and that's what it's used for. Yeah, and you can kind of look at that, too, like, if I do like something, but I didn't know something was out there, like we were talking about Murphy's ad. Yes. And, you know, when you talk about that, I told you how I was looking Uh at, you know, tapping on YouTube to, like, really be mesmerized by all these things that (laughs) pop out to modular 12 people tables, but yet Mm -hmm. they go back to, like, the little coffee table, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, that you may not have known that. Mm Yeah. So a lot of times it's not a bad thing that those come in from. No, because it might bring you some information. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that, something you've been looking for. Well, yeah, for. like I bought my little um, my little tongue drum on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was a special. There you go. And I actually bought it and got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've ordered, I did it. I've ordered, I think, three things off of there, and I think I've only gotten one thing. So um, to me that's fascinating. So I got it, and it's like, great. But I also know now that I really have to be really – Careful. Careful that I also look. It'll show you the website on there. I don't click on it, but I'll go away from Facebook and I'll yes, type in the URL and I'll see if it's legit. Because yeah. a lot of these um, these sites are, are fake. They're not real. So you have to be really careful. With. Mm-hmm. I look at reviews. I look at if they have a page. I look at all that stuff just to make sure. So I, you know, I am being discerning when I'm looking at that, but I don't stay on Facebook or social any social media like the way I used to. I used right. to be probably waste at least two hours a day on social media, and I don't do that anymore, even for other clients. If they want social media, it's like, no, I don't. I'll refer them to somebody or they need to get an intern because I don't want to mess with it. Mm-hmm. I'll build the graphics for them, send them over. I'll mm-hmm. show them how to schedule it. I'll do all that stuff, but I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to get on there. I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's my perspective, yes, and I'm sticking exactly. to it, exactly. <laughs> you know. It's like you've got to you've got to be, and that's not your dream. No, you know, like not. Steve Harvey was talking, no. you're following your dream, right. and that's that's the to me my perspective of the right thing to do. Okay. Why why would you? It's kind of like saying a yes when you mean a no, right? Well, uh, the way I look at it is, if I wanted if I wanted to continue, uh, just on a consistent path of making the money that I was making like that. I would still be doing graphics and printing T-shirts personally. Mm -hmm. Now, do I do that work? Yes. I broker. I broker, and um, one of the girls that worked with me has her own studio, so she and I work out something, and I do a lot of graphics for a lot of people still. So that works out great. But I don't, could use you for yes, we, too, right? Yes, it's back and forth. So, yeah. and, and the clients that I have, my really good client, she has all of them. And so I do all the graphics. I send it to her, and she does the printing, and it works out perfect. And so when people come to me and they want printing, I just handle it, you know, and, and she and I work in conjunction with each other, so it works out well. So I think that, you know, my, my life before – really digging into the masterminds and the energy work. Um, I dabbled in it, and now I know my focus is to get more into that. That's mm-hmm. really what I want to experience and really uh, meld it. And I still 
you know, I'm teaching a marketing class in a couple mm-hmm. weeks, and it's like I do that, and I can help people create their systems and, and whatever it is, how they ever want to market, and I can show them how to do things. And I also can help them clear their blocks. And that's where, that's my joy. That's my fun right there. And you're good at that. And really helping people shift their perspectives. Right. And that's what I say. What do you do? I help, I, I call it a mastermind reset, but it's shifting your perspective. But I would say be ready to shift if you're working with Anna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you that's, will shift. That's the thing is that you, um, you know, when when change when you want change in your life, mm-hmm. you've got to be ready for change. You've got to be ready for things to happen because mm-hmm. things will happen, and sometimes they don't feel so great. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking from experience, and maybe that's I feel like that's the reason why I had to go through it because, uh, you know, I felt like my whole foundation was cracked. You know, that, that everything was just in rubble, and that mm-hmm. and it had to happen that way in order for me to get this back, to get it back the way I that I wanted it personally in my heart. Right. And it doesn't mean that I want to exclude anybody, but it also meant that I needed to structure what I was doing and how I was doing it and how I was being in the world. Because I was, you know, even though I don't feel like I've changed a lot, I have changed a lot. Mm. And I can feel that on the inside. Oh, yeah. And I just feel like um, I'm trusting myself more. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like I'm trusting mm-hmm. myself more with you and I. We were actually just talking to your sister about channeling, and which I think is an interesting conversation. And uh, I feel like a lot of times I channel and I channel information. A lot of times I don't know the answer until I'm asked the question. Mm-hmm. And that is so bizarre to me sometimes. And I'll I'll hear it coming out and there it is. And it's like, if I'm talking to a client, I don't say, where did that come from? Right, <laughs> you know, if I'm right. talking to my friend, like I'm here, yeah. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so exactly. it's a cool it's a cool thing to trust yourself and allow mm-hmm. the flow, to, to be in the flow of, of the universe, source, God, whatever name mm-hmm. you put on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and talk about perspective, seeing through the eyes of source or seeing through the eyes of God mm-hmm. and knowing that God, you, as you said, you, you, you tapped your chest or mm-hmm. God is in your heart. Mm-hmm. That energy that is God. I, I was telling you because Steve was talking about God. That he was saying he. Right. Um, I don't like to put pronouns on God because God to me is, is an all-powerful energy that runs through everything. I mean, everything. Right. right. And it's not, I mean, nothing is exempt from God energy. And when we understand that we are just, um, we are just a physical manifestation of that energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, look, the hair standing up on my arms. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it's so powerful to get that. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm part of God. You know? Well, it's like, and you yeah. saying that, I want to use that big example he used about, again, this was his perception from the way his life has gone yes. and his success. And if you remember, he said that somebody said, well, I want to pay my mortgage off in seven years. <laughs> that right? was funny. That was their that perspective, was right? Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's going to take me seven years to pay off my mortgage. And he looked at him and he says, you're kidding. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, God made earth, heaven and earth in six days. You don't think <laughs> he could pay off your mortgage sooner than that? <laughs> That's a so I just I just yeah. thought that perspective was so yeah. funny. It is funny, and it, it's true. It's kind of like, you know, you you think about 
putting we put time constraints, but God has no time constraints. That's right, because He knows when you need it. Yeah, and it's there for your highest and greatest good. And mm-hmm. Steve said himself, like he had to live in his car for three years before yeah. it clicked. Yeah. So the question is, why did he live in his car for three years? Yeah. But that was his journey, and that's like he because he had faith. Because he had faith. He yeah. had faith. And he was on a journey, and he was fully focused right. on his goal. That's right. And so, to me, it's like sometimes you got to do that crazy stuff. But how much material did he get out of living out of his house? Oh, yeah. I'm so sure. you think about that, and I think about that, too. Like, I can look back at my, quote, unquote, divorce. I get a lot of com- comedic material out of there. It wasn't so funny when I was right. in it. But right. now, but there were times, and I will say this, this is a really weird perspective, but I want to share this with people who are going through something right now. Mm. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're going through money issues or whatever it is. Sit with it for a moment, not from a place of, oh, God, this is happening, but really what's swirling around you. And I remember thinking, kind of exciting, if I look at all the things that are happening to me and they don't feel good, but this is so different from anything else I've ever gone through in my life mm-hmm. that I have to say this journey is, a, I have to say it's kind of exciting. It's mm-hmm. kind of, and it's that, adrenaline and that, yeah, and it kind of what, what I say is it kind of sheds the light on the mm-hmm. darkness. And if, when, not if, but when, thank you, Amy Anderson, I can hear her. <laughs> So when you can see it as a gift and something that has cha- is changing you and shifting you, then right. then you shed light on it. And when you, when you shed light on it, mm-hmm. there can be no darkness. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. And also you have to remember to ask and yes. write it down. <laughs> yeah, okay, so the asking part, asking it is given, remember right. that. So you always have that God energy running through you, you've got all the, 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 you know, you want to call them angels, guardian angels, whatever that energy is. It's all one, really. Mm-hmm. But we like to part, be compartmentalize. Right. Like, hey, Michael, come and help me. Yeah. You know, hey, right. uh, you know, yeah. Azriel. And, well, you know, I call Samuel to find him. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's a belief system yeah. that if I call that specific angel, I have I'm going to find my keys. I have faith <laughs> that my keys will be found. Right. So you call on, you know, you know, right. you want to mess with the. What I is think it? Saint Anthony does that. Saint Anthony is yeah. yeah. There's and there's one that um, is my friend Tina uses this because um, she's she's wanting to buy a beach cottage and so she's going to sell her condo, but to sell her house in the lake, she bought Saint this Joseph. little Saint Joseph that's and it. and buried him upside yeah, down by her mailbox and yeah. she sold that house in a day. Oh my gosh, we've it was done amazing. that with all our houses. Yeah, have you really? Yes, and it worked. And it worked. Okay. But again, is it because we have the faith (laughs) and we just let it go knowing it'll happen? Because remember we said don't worry about the how. Right. Well, okay, so back when you were selling a house and you did that, did you worry about the how? Okay, you were just saying, St. Joseph, you're going to work. You're, I'm going to bury you Saint upside Joseph, down. Joseph, they said you do this, so I'm counting on you yep. to do it. And you I'm, did your little yep. prayer. Right. And, then, and then, okay, so think about all the St. Josephs that were put in the ground mm-hmm. and all the prayers that were said and all of that vibration going mm-hmm. up into the universe and coming mm-hmm. back down. Don't you think that that just, culminated into this powerful energy mm-hmm. that became the belief of St. Joseph, mm-hmm. that became the belief that we're going to sell the house, became the belief. Now, put that energy on, 
I need a break. I hate my job. Mm-hmm. I need a vacation. I got to get off this planet. I need mm-hmm. to get off the merry-go-round for if I could just disappear for a little while. If I could just stay home with my kids. If I think about all that energy that culminated, and I'm going to bring it back. This is this is about perspective, but this is about what's happening in the world today. Mm-hmm. Collectively, we've thrown our energy around. We are not focusing our energy on any specific. Lots of people are out there going. You know, I you know they hated their jobs. Guess right. what? They didn't have. Then all of a sudden they lost their job, right. and now they're like, oh my god, I don't have a job. What am I going to do? It's like, because eh. I can tell if I talk, if I listen to someone and they're talking about their job, I'm like, you're not going to have it very long, you know. Right. And I'll say it to myself that they're not, and then chances are, with literally within three to six months, mm-hmm. that person has has right. lost their job because of that energy, and that's the energy mm-hmm. they put out there. So, I. I I can peg it. Like I can peg it. I can so talk to somebody. It's better to be not to complain about where you're at unless you really want to leave it. Sure. Or it's better to me to use the Steve Harvey perspective of asking, writing it down, mm-hmm. and you taking control. Mm-hmm. To me, my perspective is that's more of you taking control yeah. than saying I hate my job and not knowing when right. it's going to go away. If you ask the majority of people, mm-hmm. so somebody wants to buy a car, what kind of car do you want? I don't know. I just want a new car. Yes. And most people will say, I don't want this car. Right. I don't want that yes. car. But will they tell you what they want? Most right. of them won't. They'll right. say, I don't want that. I don't want that. Well, that's kind of picking and choosing. Right. Until you say, ah, look at that. Right. But have you ever a car and went, I've got to have that. Yeah. I, I, I bought a car like that. I was yeah. in the bank line making a deposit, saw this this car behind me, didn't know what it was, loved the way it looked. I pulled over. The car pulled beside me, and I got the make and the model, and I went to the dealership. And I had a, that I had that car in a burgundy color in a week. Because I took inspired action and I did it. But I was like, but I loved that car. Right. And the funny part is, is I would see them all over the place. And it was an accurate You do. Once you buy a car. Once you buy a car or you're thinking about a car, you will see it everywhere. Yes. And that car was everywhere. So it was the Acura Vigor, which was the the smaller version of the Legend. The Legend was pretty popular. You would see them. And you kind of still see them today. They're old, but you still see them. But the Vigor was a five-speed version of that one and I loved this car and I had it I think I had it for 10 years I mean paid off and somebody t-boned it and they it would still drive but they wouldn't fix it the insurance company wouldn't fix it but mm-hmm. um on to newer cars whatever right but I'm just you know it's like when you see something and you just fall in love with it and you're just like oh wow right let me manifest that you know I back then it was a I could. I was doing things through my company, so I could lease the car because that's the one I want. Mm-hmm. Boom, you know, because we were talking about mm-hmm. cars, and I just I had not picked one out, and finally I saw that one. I was like, that's what I want. So you can do it that way, or you can, you know, kind of put it out there. But what I wanted to talk about was the the retention, and then I want you to draw some cards if you don't. Oh, know. okay. But the the um, when you write things down, when you physically put pen or pencil in hand, crayon, whatever, in hand. Mm-hmm. Get a piece of paper and you write things down. Mm-hmm. There is an 85% retention rate in what you're writing and how you're writing it. Mm-hmm. Now, some people say, well, what about, you know, when there's a full moon and you're writing and you're trying to get a writ? It's intention, so that's energy intention. Mm-hmm. But if you've got dreams, when you have dreams and goals, 
Write those things down. If you've got ideas, I mean, I have a little, little, these little, I have notepads everywhere, but these little I notepads, <laughs> they're just ideas. You know, just uh, I come up with an idea and I just write it down. Just write it down. So I've got notes and notes and notes of ideas. Some of them are great, like Gloria, it's like a bartender will say. Some of them are great, and, and all of a sudden you'll follow through and take those steps, make it happen. And then some of them are like, eh, meh. You know, it was an idea. It was good. Right. And that was it, right. you know. Right. Some of it's like way too much to execute that. You know, yeah, like, right. well, it's going to require so much to do right. to take that step. And yeah. so sometimes we won't because it's not easy, you know. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, we, we get to pick and choose. And then some people do pick and choose. I think for a long time I picked and choose the not easy route. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kept my printing company. And actually, that's the funny part for those that don't know. Is that's how Anita and I met because she yeah. volunteered for uh, a group here called Friends of Amicalola Falls, which is a great park here in North Georgia Mountain. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and I worked on their T-shirt project together mm-hmm. for years. Yeah, and, it was um, very successful. It was very successful. Anita always, you know, she, she made me raise my prices a couple of times, uh-huh. and, you know, because I was really trying to help. But what I didn't realize, and this is something, too, a lot of times you don't know how you are affecting other people right. in the world. And that's another thing, too. And you were. You, well, the, the yeah. story, and I want to tell this story real quick, is um, you invited us to a meeting. Right. One of the meetings, and we came up there, and we just, you know, because we were up there anyway, and you said, yeah. we come to the meeting, and we came to the meeting. And so they started talking about all the stuff that they had done at the park and how, you know, we got to do redo the um, the little red, the snake, the, it's like snakes and everything, whatever that little building was. And, and, the, the top. and the landscaping and all this stuff. And then they said, in it, you know, we really want to just thank uh, the, the group that, that helped us do this. And, you know, and we're like, la, 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 and they're like, Studio A. And we were like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? So we had no idea that we right. were affecting the park like that. We had no idea that you guys raised that amount of money with the T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And so to feel like we were, I mean, to me, that that is stuck in my head. Like, mm-hmm. I, it felt you good. Never you never know. It felt good because sometimes I go, what am I doing to help other people? Mm-hmm. What am I, and you don't know, but your kind words, your compassion, your love, your help with things, it, it has a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't get a thank you, even if you don't get, a, you know, a, a somebody calling you back and saying, you know, you really helped me in this. And the cool part is I do get that now, which is really cool, mm-hmm. and I'm very aware of it, and I appreciate it. Right. You know, when my clients message me and go, oh, my gosh, I like I have a client now who she kept sending me emails, and, and I, do, I help her with her, her email list and stuff, and she's like, and I wouldn't, I would not be where I am today. Like we built a website for her like four, five years ago, and uh, she's do pop up stores, and she can't do them because of the pandemic. And she's like, I, if I didn't have this website, I'd be dead in the water. Like I wouldn't be doing any business at all. And now she's got, she's this, I have perpetual business, and you, we keep sending out these emails, and people keep ordering stuff, and so I feel good when I can help with that domino effect. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just. On and on, like the big psychic fair. Actually, I'll plug that. That's coming up this Easter weekend, April first, uh, third, third and fourth, I think. Saturday, Sunday, in Roswell, Georgia, ten thirty-five Green Street. If you're in Georgia, go to that. Um, one of the things that I push Gloria to do is like just raise your prices five dollars, five dollars, and she don't want to do it. She says I haven't raised my prices in twenty something years. I said Gloria, it's five dollars. And pre-pandemic, she raised it five dollars, and she called, she called me up. She's like. God, this is such a blessing. 
like a lot of times she does the psychic fairs and you know it'd be just just enough to cover the barn and mm-hmm. you know the utilities and stuff like that because it takes thousands of dollars sure. to, to maintain the place sure and so now with the pandemic and time and it, yeah, yeah and so she's had to reduce the, the staff to be you know she has she mm-hmm. she does it very spatially mm-hmm. she, she really is very um aware of the pandemic and has really mm-hmm. taken great precautions so it's a it's a great event so anyway um but that's the thing and like now even though they've cut back she's she's had she was she didn't have it for about three months and that really hurt and so you know she's obviously but the people that own the own the barn actually are beautiful people and she's been in there for almost 30 years so they love her and they you know she's there and so um you know they work things out and obviously some things with the the pandemic has come through you know pandemic money and stuff like that and people probably gladly gave five dollars well she's like you know, because she raised, like, she, if she had not raised the prices, she would have really had an issue during the pandemic. So I just want to say, you know, like, that's the energy you put into it. And it's, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is, like, I asked her probably for, I've been doing her emails for years. And so I probably asked her for close to two years to raise her prices, and she didn't. And finally I said, how about this? Why don't we give it a shot? And if people complain, then we can just drop the prices. You can give mm-hmm. people a discount or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll try it. Nothing. No problem. Nobody. Go- it's the most inexpensive. Right. Um, it, it, is. it is one reading for. It's a twenty-minute reading. It's less than a dollar a minute. It's fifty. Right. It's like what is it? Uh, I think it's twenty dollars for one reading and thirty dollars for two. Yeah. So it's you know you get two. It's like not even not even a dollar a minute. Right. So um, they've got foot reflexology and I'm plugging. Right. right and now. they're good readings. They're very good readings, yeah. and the people there, the readers there are great, and you can get their card and have mm-hmm. a more extensive reading later. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're good, mm-hmm. and she and so and and bless her, and she just loves it. She just, it's just one. It's she's been doing it, like I said almost thirty years. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so really loving that I'm I'm part of that, and just want to help mm-hmm. people get the stuff. You know, there are other things that we could do, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's her perspective. That's, that's, yeah. That's her perspective. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. right. So what kind of question we want to ask tonight? Um, so what are you feeling? Um. Well, we're talking about perspective. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times in the world, you know, a lot of times everybody's got multiple perspectives. I guess the question would be, you know, how do we believe, how do we uh, come to our truths, I guess, or how do we, um, how are we supposed to experience, let's say, how are we supposed to experience the world right now? Like, for those that are restless out there, you know, there's a perspective of restlessness or uneasiness, and you're laughing, and probably, uh, what did we get? We got oh, raising your power. power. There we go. That's what we've been talking about all night. Say it again. Own your power, the raven, raven. magic. Mm-hmm. You are Magic, believe it. Magic happens. Your dreams, you know, like we were talking about, have faith. It's like magic. Mm-hmm. Or as my son would say, it's magical. Uh, it's magical. He called yeah. it magical. Like it's magical. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> How are we supposed to do that? I don't know what we can do that Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Wow. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ooh, follow your passion. Woo! Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, I'll do one more. Oh, boy. 
I don't know how we can top those. Those are great. Okay. Trust your instinct. Uh, right. Oh, so, my goodness. So uh, notice, notice that it's all about self. Mm-hmm. That's all about self. Mm-hmm. That your it's all about going within. It's that, all about it knowing is. your power. It is. That's just yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. And I, and I looked at that, and I, I, I'm seeing all three on my screen. It sounds funny, but there's a there's a numbering thing. Ah, cool. Mm, three, three, three. <laughs> Spirit. It all yep. comes up. Yep. Yeah. So those are very, very powerful. Wow. Powerful yes. Awesome. It's great. It's, it's, a, it's a great perspective. That's what we're saying, Spirit, God. Yeah. Whoever your guides are, are listening. Yes. Just no. I mean, I mean, and we can say that. And until you believe that mm-hmm. you are this, this powerful creator, you know, we and we're sharing, a, I know I personally, and, and Knowing what the stories and things that you've told me and about your life, I mean we've mm-hmm. we've gone through this this um, magical magical experience <laughs> experiences to bring us to this point right now, and so I'm excited about all the things that are lining up, and I'm excited about all the stuff that is happening, not only just for me, but for you know my friends, my family, and opportunities, opportunities are coming to us yes. right now. Yes. So, yeah. And so there's a lot that I I know I feel very blessed and I will mm-hmm. continue to do my, mm-hmm. my rampages of appreciation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, to me, that's the biggest, like waking up and smiling and just saying, thank you. Oh, and you know? that was another thing he said. Remember, he said that he promised God, you know. Yeah, he said he promised God when he became extremely successful, he would give it all to God. Give he all would the give all the credit to God. To God. And that's yep. what God, that's yep. what and that's, that's what he does. That's what he does. And that's why he was actually the conversation. It was a podcast, and it was an inspirational podcast that he was mm-hmm. doing. And so that, you know, don't we can say. Don't forget to give credit. Right. It's too, when you say power to, when he says power to God, again, I hear him saying power to God like God is separate mm-hmm. from him. And that's the only thing I say right. that is glitching for me. Right. I'm like, but that's but God is, Yes, but God is you. Right. You are God. You are, we're all one. That's energy and so, flowing yes, through you. Yes. yes. So when we get that, and yes, give gratitude to you, attitude of gratitude for yourself and how you live. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about selfishness, and I am talking about mm-hmm. selflessness. Mm-hmm. There is a difference. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, I heard something today that said selfishness is the new selflessness. And I'm like, mm, mm. it depends on the perspective of right. selfishness, you know, exactly. because you can be, you can be, um, you know, we talked about boundaries last time, and so we want to make sure, and this is what I told your young man, it's like, you can be kind and compassionate and loving, but don't be a doormat. Right. You know, it's like, right. you know, because, because that happens that, sometimes with people that, like you were doing the numbers, that mm-hmm. are very loving and very empathic, mm-hmm. and so, of course, people flock to them, mm-hmm. but there's where the boundaries are important. Right. Yeah. You'd be very discerning about the people that you allow in your space. Right. And not just your physical space, but your energetic space. And that's yeah. the key, especially the healers out there, mm-hmm. uh, the, the shamans out there, mm-hmm. the, the, the folks out there that are really waking up to their power is mm-hmm. just, you know, you're, you're a light. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. sometimes that light attracts bugs. So, right. You know, exactly. Like, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, no. And you're not doing the bug a favor. Right. <laughs> yeah, cuz yeah, yeah. cuz you're 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 not 
stretching them. Yes, so you've got to allow them to stretch themselves. Mm-hmm. And just when somebody comes in and basks in your light and pulls your energy, well, you can choose that. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that you're discerning about who steps into your light and mm-hmm. who you connect with and who you communicate with. Well, I like how you talked about that when you choose to partner with something. Mm-hmm. I really liked when you were that perspective you had. What I said, what I said. Well, you said when you choose to partner with something, which is the thing we were talking about mm-hmm. today, yeah. is when you choose to partner with something, make sure it aligns. Yes. With who are you aligning? Who are you with aligning? Your goal, with who you are. Your perspective. Yes, exactly. Because when you are, because there's a, there, we're working on something now, and there's an opportunity to partner with a group that um, just has a big following, huge following, a really huge following. And I want to dig a little deeper and take a look at it because also, you know, if, if some of the information that they're putting out there doesn't align with my truth, right? then that's... Which that's, we think we already know that. That's yeah. fine, but it opened up another opportunity. Another for, idea. Yeah, <laughs> another dream and another idea. Another dream and idea that we're going right. to move forward on. So, right. but, but, and I feel like there are... This uh, and the only reason we're not saying it is because it's not a it's not a done deal. So right. We don't want to we don't right. want to put that out there right now. This is something that we're milling about, and so that opportunity is there, which will um, be a domino effect right. for for not only us but those around us. Right. And so we've got to consider all of that. Right. We've got to consider uh, people, places, and things, and right. how it's going to work out. So. Right. I'm, you know, I it's it's a positive thing. I look at it as okay. We can. Oh, it opened up. It, op- it just yeah. Yeah. So when you and that's the same thing. Like I I told a story yesterday about uh, someone um, that we had a conversation with who was looking for a job and didn't had an opportunity to take a job that they didn't had never done before and something they didn't really yeah, that, know that they could do. Yeah. And so she went and got this job, but then within six months. She had. She was an artist, and she got commissioned to paint Mural. a mural. And so the next thing you know, she's starting this business. And so had she not taken the job, that she didn't know anything Correct. about, she wouldn't have gotten the mural. Correct. So, so there you may never, be a blessing, a blessing in the job. Yes. So always know yeah. that. Always know that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Great. Great perspective. Yeah. On life. Anyway, yeah. All right. Thank you, Spirit. Yeah. Thank you, Spirit. So, yeah. anybody, any um, any last minute uh, or last thoughts about our perspective uh, conversation? I would. We miss you, Jay. I see you in the chat room. Hello, Jay. Hey, Jay. So, um, I think just you know, people just really consider a, a perspective of, especially at this time, of really, uh, you know, writing down your dreams. Mm-hmm. And having and faith, and you know, asking from for help from you know your guides, your higher beings, who you know whoever you ask help from, but you know for your highest good, mm-hmm. and then just you know have faith and don't worry about the how. Mm-hmm. Just pay attention to opportunities coming at you, and it's it is magical. It is magical. Yay! So I'm going to give some uh, some information here for those that want to get in touch with us. You can email us at ask at universalenergyradio.com. If you need a message sent to a specific host, please let us know in the subject line and we'll get it to them. To uh, take a look at what Anita's doing, you can go to earthpathguide.com. You can email her at askanita at earthpathguide.com. 
Take a look at my stuff at lifegetsbetterandbetter.com. That one, uh, we're still, they're all in, in the work. Right. We're all working on yeah. it. So there's some blog posts there. Yeah. There's some freebies on there. Help yourself. And uh, we're working on more dreams. More dreams, for sure. And we want to appreciate everybody that's listened in. Thank you for listening to Universal Energy Radio. Of course, we are on social media. If you want to go there, facebook.com slash Universal Energy Radio. And on Instagram, we are Universal Energy Media. We hope everybody has an amazing morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you're listening to this. And we love you so much. Yes. Have an amazing, amazing evening. Not time. Life. Everything. Life. Good. Have an amazing right. life. Touch. Let us know what you want to hear amazing, about. Amazing, magical right. life. Magical. Magical. Yeah, magical right. life. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.